Hello, everyone. My name is Joe Morton, and welcome to my podcast, which is entitled A Cup of Joe. This is a podcast dedicated to health and wellness, all things health and wellness related. We're talking fitness. We're talking um, nutritional supplementation. We're talking nutrition. We're talking diets. We're talking uh, everything fitness. You're into biking. Let's talk biking. You're into running. Let's talk running. You're into mountain climbing. Let's talk mountain climbing. Uh, golf. We're going to talk about everything. We're also going to talk about the mental aspect of health and wellness as we go throughout this podcast. So we're going to talk about it all. And I love this subject. I'm passionate about it. And I want you to know something. And it is this, this podcast is about you. This is about you, the listener. You are here to learn and observe, and it's about you. And I want you to know something. You hold the key. You hold the key to your success in health and wellness. You hold the key to your success in fitness. You hold the key to your success with nutrition. And I want to talk about this openly on this podcast, okay? Because it can be confusing. I get it. I get it. It can be confusing. Do I eat this way? Do I eat this way? Is it keto or is it carnivore? Is it vegan? Is it vegetarian? Is it pescatarian? What is it? Is it high carb, low carb? And it's tricky. I get it. I understand that this is a tricky subject. But at the end of the day, you hold that key. And I want you to think about that as we go through this podcast, as you dial into this podcast on a regular basis. And I thank you for being here. I welcome you. I appreciate it. I think about that. You hold the key. And this is about you and your journey. And I want to share things that I've learned along the way that uh, throughout my lifetime of the health and wellness industry that I hope can be a benefit to you. And we'll bring in, other, bring in people from time to time and we'll talk about this. We're going to be open about it. I want your questions. I'm looking for your feedback. So I appreciate it. So who am I? Joe Morton, who am I? Why do I want to talk about this? Why am I so passionate about this? And by the way, John Maxwell said this, passion will find a way. And so if you're bringing your passion to this podcast, if you're bringing your passion to, to this journey, your journey, you will find a way. And I recognize there's a lot of discussions out there. Let's bring them here. Let's talk. Let's develop and grow together. Okay. But who am I? I grew up in a little town of, uh, in Ontario, Canada, a little town called Shelburne, Ontario. It was small at the time. It's grown since then, which is quite exciting. But I grew up in this in, with an immigrant mother from Italy and a father who, a uh, Canadian father. And they got involved in the health and wellness industry when I was quite young. Uh, my older brother had some challenges, some childhood uh, health problems, and they couldn't quite get the solutions through allopathic medicine, which is not uncommon. Some of you may be, may be coming to this podcast with that same thought and that same concern and that same journey that you're on. In any event, they tried everything that wasn't working. They started to turn towards nutritional supplementation. And now we have to remember back in the seventies, man, this was like way out there, like super out there. And, uh, my parents got, my brother was able to experience some good results. He got better. My parents got super excited about it and they swung on the pendulum. If there was a pendulum from here to there or there to here, however way they went full force. We went from having sugar in the house to no more sugar. We went from white flour in the house to no more white flour. My mom made her own ground wheat right in the house. We went from Jiffy peanut butter to 
all natural, just ground up peanut butter. Uh, we went from uh, cakes at, at and and ice cream at at uh, birthdays to not. <laughs> we went from going to Halloween, although I was very young at the time, so I don't remember those moments of going out for Halloween. Halloween was no longer a thing, although we lived in the country, so it's not like you go out for Halloween in the country. But nonetheless, I could have went into town. We didn't do that, and so we went very and and we became me and my brother, my my siblings were a bit like. Uh, petri dishes like we were they were trying everything my parents would give us everything here try this and it really came down to three things and either gave us energy or it made us sleep or it made us go to the bathroom one of the three i mean this was this was our life growing up and we learned this and you know it's very interesting because my parents were into vitamin c and echinacea and uh and ginkgo biloba before these were cool right now you know those those herbs. I'm throwing them out or vitamins, vitamin C. I'm throwing that out right now. Of course, you know it. But back then, nobody knew that stuff. Back then, my parents were growing. You know, I have a, in my hometown and possibly you have it here as well. There's a, a grocery food store chain called um, uh, Sprouts. And before there was a food chain Sprouts. We were growing sprouts in our in our kitchen. It was really bizarre, kind of an upbringing that way. My parents were like growing sprouts. My friends and they would put it in our sandwiches. Would made it even worse. We had brown bread sandwich. We call them in Canada brown bread. My mom would make this make the bread. All my friends had Wonder Bread. I just wanted Wonder Bread. That's it. I just wanted some Wonder Bread. But we didn't have Wonder Bread. We had like bread that was thick, and we would have sprouts. My friends are like. Dude, what do you got in your sandwich? It was sprouts. And they grew them in our in our kitchen. It was amazing. We had filtered water before filtered water was a thing. I remember my father would say, someday, kids, people are going to pay more for water than they will for gasoline. And gosh, we're almost there right now. I mean, people pay a lot for it. And we would tell the story. I remember my parents would tell the story. You want to filter your water or you will be the filter. That was the story we heard back then. Again, we were taking herbal supplements way before it was cool, way before anyone knew about it. I knew about ginkgo biloba, for example. Use that example. Um, I knew about ginkgo biloba. I knew what it looked like. I knew what the leaf looked like. And I remember going to Tokyo for the first time, and there's a ginkgo biloba tree. I'm walking. I'm like, hey, there's a ginkgo biloba tree. It was like a weird upbringing. I knew these kind of things. This is what we were taught. Um, (laughs) Okay, so... Many people put pesticides and they kill what's in their yard, you know, like dandelions. We would eat the dandelions. My parents, my mom would like make dandelion salads. And I don't know if you all know that. You're not talking the flower, by the way. We're talking the leaves. I don't know if you know this, but people eat dandelions and we wouldn't eat those salads. Never put chemicals on our yard. And uh, we ate those on a regular basis in the summertime. My mom always had a beautiful garden. And and so we grew up very au naturel, very, very au naturel. Um, my mom owned a health food store. My father started the Canadian division of a health and wellness company in the basement of our house. And so for the first four years of that company, me and my brother, we were kind of like the, the warehouse managers. We had skateboards and we'd ride around and we'd pack orders and pack, pack, uh, pack packages for people. And, uh, and then my mom owned a health food store a little later on, kind of when I went in my teenage years and I worked there. And so we had these experiences growing up. I remember uh, I learned a lot. You know, you learn a lot when you go to meetings and you hear people and they would come into my parents' lives and they would say, uh, they, would, they would come in with a health condition, whatever it might be. 
And then a couple weeks later, they come back and say, hey, I feel better. So to me as a little kid, this industry of health and wellness represented good. It represented doing good things. And I've always wanted to be a part of it. When I was in my mom's health food store, would, people would come in and uh, this was interesting. Um, I remember protein powder before protein was a real big, I mean, now protein's everywhere, right? But back then, not many people were doing it. My mom was selling it in her health food store and all the weightlifters would come in and they would, the bodybuilders, they would have, um, they would get my mom's protein and they were so sweet. Uh, they, would, they were always very nice to my mom. She's a uh, cute Italian Italian mama. And, uh, and so, uh, so I'd watched that. I watched the protein industry grow. I watched the whole, uh, the whole, uh, nutritional supplementation industry grow. I I saw a complete acceptance of health and wellness in general, and it was exciting. I loved it. Heck, even as a, as a teenager, I remember this guy, and these are the things that I learned. I learned a lot growing up. I may not have a PhD in, in, uh, health and wellness, I've got a lifetime of health and wellness. I remember this guy coming into this, uh, into our mom's health food store. And he said, son, I'm having a hard time getting it up. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a teenager. It was really uncomfortable. And, and, uh, and so I call, I'm like, okay, mom, uh, let me, let me call my mom. So I go in the back room. We had a little back room with the, and I call my mom from the office. I'm like, mom, uh, this is really uncomfortable, but this guy's saying he can't get it up. What, what do I do? And so, by the way, I'm going to open, I'm going to be very open with people on this podcast. This is just what I grew up with. And when you're talking health and wellness, you talk openly. But so my mom's like, okay, she had this cute Italian uh, accent, never got rid of it. She's since passed away, but she even had it right till the day she passed away. She says, "Uh, Joseph, it's a circulation problem. And so here, tell him to take this. I'm like, okay, great. And I went out there. I'm like, here, my mom says, take this. He's like, okay. And he comes back a couple weeks later and and I, and I remember th- I remember seeing him. He's like, hey, it's working great. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I don't want to know anything about that, you know? So these are the kind of things that I experienced growing up. And, and I look back on it. And at the time, I didn't quite understand. At the time, I almost cursed it a little bit as a kid because, you know, you're a kid. You want to go out for Halloween. You're a kid. You want to eat Wonder Bread like everyone else is eating. You want to go out and, and you want to have cake and ice cream at your birthday party. And we didn't have cake and ice cream. My mom made this really beautiful uh, upside down pineapple cake. At the time, we used to tease it because it was kind of dry and was never eating ice cream with it. But, um, but uh, you know, now I look back on it and I'm so grateful for that because I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I learned to read labels. I learned to read labels to understand what I'm putting into my body. Because remember, we hold the key. You hold the key to your health and wellness. And when you hold the key, that means you have to be observant and you have to ask questions and you read and you study and you take a little bit from this and you try a little over here and see what works. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it works for different times in your life and sometimes it doesn't for the other times. And that's okay because it's your journey. Sometimes we think, It's just one way. What if it's, you can take a little bit from here and a little bit from there. That's been my experience and that's been my journey. And I hope to be able to share that. And then we'll open it up as well to fitness, of course, because once you start 
in the fitness world, that changes things a little bit too. So what works over here when you're living an everyday average life, you could start dialing it in there, but then you start adding fitness into it and you have certain goals, whatever they might be. Whoop, that changes things because now you're burning a little bit more calories. Uh, you need a little more electrolytes. You need a little bit more water and and uh, fluids into your life. I mean, all this, all the above, and you start to learn this. And then, you know what we're going to also talk about? We're going to talk about uh, fitness journey. What if you wanted to train for something? I've done um, over 10, I think it's 11 iron distance events. I've done half Ironmans. I've done un- ultra uh, ultra marathons, marathons. I've done mountaineering, um, long distance cycling. So I've done a lot of endurance events. We'll talk about this because once you start introducing that, boy, that changes things a lot, doesn't it? Because now you have different fitness needs, now nutrition needs, and that's okay because it's part of your journey, right? So we'll talk about this. We'll get into this. And the way I want to talk, and then and, and later on in life, by the way, I stayed in the industry of health and wellness. And I ended up working for multiple health and wellness companies uh, worldwide, helped companies set up offices. I've lived all around the world, traveled the world, setting up offices, all under that umbrella of health and wellness. Ultimately started my own company uh, with a with a group of um, partners and uh, grew that. And gosh, it was very successful. Sold over uh, 50 million bottles of this particular uh, health and wellness drink and It was a very exciting journey in over 40 countries. So learned a lot from that process. We sold everything from uh, weight loss to uh, antioxidants to skincare, uh, children's vitamins and minerals and so forth. A a wide variety of of, uh, different products. Um, Also helped uh, start a a running shoe company. So I've been in this industry a, a while and I love it and I'm passionate about it. And so let's talk about it on this podcast. That's what a cup of Joe is all about. Fitness, health and wellness, supplementation, nutrition, mental aspect of, of health and wellness as well. And we're going to break this up. And, and, and because when you think about health and wellness, your journey of health and wellness, you you're going to think about goal setting and goal achieving. This is a very big part of it. Okay. And we're going to talk about five different things. And, and this podcast, a cup of Joe will follow these five points on a regular basis, if not every single episode. Why? Because this is a part of all of our journeys, which is number one, know where you're going. Very important part of as you're, as you're setting goals and achieving goals know where you're going. I believe that when we stop dreaming, when we stop setting goals, it's kind of like the beginning of the end. We as human beings need to be progressing and moving forward. And what works for you here when you hit a certain level of your health and wellness, your fitness level, but what's going to happen is then you start to plateau. Again, part of your journey, part of all of our journey. So now what do we do? We'll talk about that as time goes on, but that's a big part of it. Know where you're going. Once you set your goals, you're going to achieve them at some point. And then what do you do to push yourself to the next goal? Okay. Number one, know where you're going. Number two, faith and belief in yourself. Now, 
uh, belief and faith, we can a lot of times are oftentimes seen as from a religious perspective. And yes, that's true. I'm talking faith and belief in you. I'm talking faith and belief in your goals. I'm talking faith and belief in in um, your journey and what you're trying to accomplish. Okay, very important. Number three, uh, fear, overcoming fear. This is very real. Fear can stop someone dead in their tracks. It's amazing how fast someone can go from excited and 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 enthusiastic about what they're trying to accomplish to just stop. And a lot of it's going to come down to, hey, they didn't even quite know where they were going at first. Um, number two, they start stopped believing in themselves. They started listening to the noise all around them. It's amazing how fast our faith and belief can start to can start to wane and get crushed by all the different external uh, pressures. And then fear starts to come in. Ooh, fear. What if I don't accomplish this? Ooh, I started telling people about this. And what if I don't do this? Fear. Number four is going to be break your goals into short-term, medium-term, and long-term goals. This is absolutely key. And by the way, we're going to do podcasts specifically on all five of the points that we're going to make here, because this is a very important uh, uh, aspect of of the goal setting, short-term, medium-term, and long-term goals. It's amazing how many people will, will just stop. Stop because they set a goal, and maybe it's out here, whatever it, it is. You want to lose a certain amount of weight. You want to accomplish a certain uh, fitness level. Happens at the beginning of the year quite regularly. And uh, they start going gung-ho, and they forget that atrophy is a very, very real thing. Atrophy from a physical perspective, atrophy from a dream perspective and goal setting perspective as well. And so start going gung ho, Hey, where, where I'm going to, I'm going to accomplish it. And they think that they should be bench pressing whatever it is that they used to bench press 10 years ago. And they forget that atrophy happened and then they lose their steam really fast. Whereas what if we were to short-term, medium-term and long-term goals, we set these little short-term goals along the way. And what, and again, let me, let me use this as an example. Um, when training for um, an event, whatever it might, let's say it's a half marathon. So I know that a lot of people, a lot of people want to do a half marathon. I talk to people quite regularly. This is a very common thing. Set a goal for a half marathon. Well, they immediately think that we should start running six miles right off the bat. I would say throw six, uh, a half marathons, 13.1 miles. You could say six miles might be your, your, your medium term goal. But those short-term goals of getting you in a base period of growth and development is so important because you've got muscles, tendons, fibers, all these, all this part of your body that needs to get strong and build towards the pressure that you're going to give yourself to get up to that 13.1 miles eventually. And so short-term goals are going to be just building a base period. And it's, and it can be tough. You're like, nah, dude, I got to run faster. I got to run stronger, but that's a sure way of being able to get an injury in the way. And you want to be able to accomplish that goal. And so you want to set short-term, medium-term and long-term goals. It's said in business that it's, um, uh, that people overestimate no, they underestimate 10 years in business and they overestimate one year. Now you can say that as well when it comes to this, these goal, the goal setting, goal achieving process, they'll uh, underestimate the, 
the short-term and medium-term goals and overestimate the long-term. You need those short-term, medium-term goals to build towards the long-term. So we're going to talk about that. And then the last one, the last point of the five points of goal setting that we're going to, again, we're going to wrap this into everything from uh, fitness to nutrition to all that we're doing, mental mental aspect of health and wellness. And that is um, be patient and don't quit. Be patient and don't quit. And if we follow these points, these five different points, and along your journey, and as we go through this podcast together, I can tell you that your chances of success are significantly greater. And that's what I want for you. This is your journey. I want you to succeed. I want to hear about your journey, whatever it might be. You know, you're going to come with different different questions. And again, your journey is going to be different than mine, which is going to be different than the next person and the next person. We're all on a different journey, but it's your journey. And if you can think about when I, I keep showing this key, this is a master key, just basic, basic uh, idea behind you hold the key. Um, but think about it this way. It's an inward out approach versus an outward in. If it's outward in, then you'll be swayed to and fro all over the place with this diet, with this diet, with this program, with this supplement. Oh, it's this. And we chase after this. Oh, it's this. And we chase after this. Oh, it's this. And we'll chase after this. Well, it's this program. We chase it worked for that person. Instead of it being inside out, if it's inside out, then what you're going to do is you're going to see these programs. And you'll see them as tools, whether it be a diet, whether it be a nutritional supplement, whether it be a a fitness program of some sort, you'll see it as tools because ultimately at the end of the day, it's an inward out. And if it's inward out, and that's why we'll get into the mental aspect of the psychological aspect of health and wellness as well, because as we conquer this, then it's an inward out. And you'll understand all that we're talking about along your journey as a tool that can help you ultimately become the best version of you. And I can tell you right now, that person is there. And it's my hope and prayer, honestly, that that inner greatness is brought out in this process, in this podcast, as we go this together, that you can gather different information. You say, oh, great, that's information that could work for me. And it helps you along your path to your inner, your greatness of where you're going. Grateful that you're a part of this. I'm grateful to be a part of your journey. And again, all the different things that we're talking about are going to help you understand that you hold the key. And that your success is in your hands. And greatness is out there for you. Thanks for joining. Appreciate it. I'm Joe Morton. Again, this is, this is a Cup of Joe podcast. I'm looking forward to being with you. Thank you.